Okay, everybody wants good love, that's true, I know Derrick Jones about to break it down with the relationship gumbo Welcome to the podcast, ain't no doubt we all need this Ay, Cause better relationships need better ingredients Ay, So if you want better relations, it's about communication Finding love, staying together, we all wanna make it better Yeah, Derrick Jones the host, your relationship coach Thank you all for tuning in, relationship gumbo And welcome to another episode of the Relationship Gumbo Podcast. My name is Derek Jones and I am your host. I am a certified life coach and engineer, a strategist, and a mental health advocate. And I have a very, very, very special guest tonight. We're going to talk about the title of the show is, What is Your Relationship with Stress? We always talk about stress, but some of us have a unique relationship with it and we have different ways that we cope with it. And some of those ways are kind of toxic some of those ways you know what things we're supposed to do but we're going to talk about what it really looks like in everyday life and how it feels and all of these things that we kind of brush under the rug sometimes so my guest tonight is not only my friend he's a friend to the show a supporter of the show he's been on here several times um, to talk about similar topics because we still go through these things but tonight we're going to focus on stress and um I'm going to let him introduce himself because he can do it way better than I can. He has a lot of stuff going on, so we can talk about that too. But we're going to get him up here, so stand by. Mr. Andre St. Clair, welcome to the show, sir. Derek, what's going on, brother? How you feeling? I'm good. So let everybody know who you are and what you do, and then we're going to get right into it. Sure. My name is Andre St. Clair, man of many things. I am a media consultant. I have a company by the name of ADST Media, which is a multimedia entertainment company, which represents uh, many uh, up and coming and also established artists in Washington, D.C., Maryland area, or as we say, the DMV. And I'm also a uh, music producer as well. And, and and a little birdie on the street told me you got a really hot song that's that's trending right now and a video to go along with it. We can get into that later, but congratulations on <laughs> yeah. that in advance. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes, I have a song out right now. Uh, it's called Good Lord 2. It's part two uh, to the first version of that song. Um, it's doing really well right now. I'm really excited. Um, it's getting a lot of good press as well. We have, believe it or not, I don't know if I told you, we have like over like 50 feature write-ups so far. So it's, 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 it's Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's doing really good. It's doing really good. And, and that's like what we're, we're, what, a week and a half? It, it came out last, last, last Monday. So it's doing really good. Right, right. Cool. We're going to talk a little bit about that um, on, okay. the, on the bottom part of the show. But no we're really going to get into this um, stress thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because I know just talking to you as a friend mm-hmm. and, and just things that I go through myself, we both have a right. have a, a, a very serious relationship with it. And we kind of talk about mm-hmm. it sometimes. But what I wanted to talk about first, because um, we're going to kind of establish like like what that really looks like. Um, because mm-hmm. this is what I want for people that are listening. This is what I wanted to accomplish with this show. I did not want it to feel like uh, I didn't want it to feel cold. I didn't want it to feel like, you know, I'm teaching you something, even though you're going to mm-hmm. probably learn some things tonight. I wanted you just to have a real person that's dealing with real problems so that you can connect with how this flows so that you can mm-hmm. take that back with you and say, you know what? I may be dealing with that and just didn't know what to call it. So my first question is, stress, when did you realize, like at what point in your life did you realize that it was like a serious thing? Or did it, or was it, or was it continual for you? The first time I had a anxiety attack, I was working for Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield I was working in customer service on the phones and I just felt like I was about to die. I didn't know what was going on. And so they rushed me to the hospital and that's when I found out, oh, you're having uh, um, an anxiety attack. And I, 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 you know, I was what, 22 maybe or something Mm, like that. Yeah. Like what's an anxiety attack? But what I didn't know at that time is because of it being a customer service environment and focusing on turnaround times and metrics 
I was stressed from that, but I didn't recognize it. Um, so that was like the first time, but fast forward it. And so we're talking about maybe 2001, 2002. So fast forwarding it to 2014, I had just uh, got the house that I stay at now, um, just purchased a new car, you know, family dynamic going on and uh, daughter coming back home, you know, um, and, and being in the household, so full household. And then there were a lot of, you know, stressors from that. And, you know, one night um, I had a, I don't know how I had it, but I had a, a pressure gauge. I think my mother gave it to me. Uh, my, my, my pressure was like 181 over like 120. So it was like, yeah, we, yeah, we need to call the ambulance. Right. So I'm in the ambulance and they shot me. I don't know if you ever, they shot me with like nitroglycerin dog. Mm. <laughs> so, and so immediately it just had this adrenaline that just got in my body. Um, and so from there, what was happening, there was a lot of things that were going on in my home life that I didn't really recognize it because you're always on the go. And so because mm-hmm. of you being on the go, you don't have the time to really sit back and analyze, you know, you're just on the go, go, go. And one of the things also at that time was that my sleeping habits were terrible. I would be going to bed like at three or four o'clock. Now, granted, I had a, a, a work situation where I, I telework. So, and I, I still continue to telework, but, you know, so from that standpoint, it's okay with not having to go out and, and, and what have you. But, um, they continued to happen, and my um, my my sleeping patterns were were becoming worse. Um, I didn't know what exactly was going on with me, so I went to a you know a, a, you know a, 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 a therapist and sat down, and then she said, "Okay, you know, well, what's going on with you?" And you know, being a man, oh, you know, regular stuff. What are you talking about? But um, you know, through that, through process and through conversation, she was able to pull through layers where I was able to kind of begin to identify what was going on with me. But, you know, prior to that, and I still deal with it, but, you know, with me, the the thing is that my stress manifests itself in a couple of ways. And so I know, okay, it's about to happen. <laughs> right. So, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So right I'm gonna there. stop there. I want to, I want to yeah. rewind a little bit because I heard you say yeah. a couple of things. First, I'm gonna tell. I'm first for me personally. Mm-hmm. I think I probably noticed it late, way later on in life because I was okay. kind of like a unicorn. Like I was like the person who had people always told me I had the patience of Job. Like I would, mm. I would just be like mm. this all the time, and. Mm. Anything that I felt like was a, a stressor to me, I would know how mm-hmm. to kind of just stay here. But like once I got into like right. my my early to mid thirties and just having mm-hmm. more responsibilities and feeling like you could just right. carry it, I right. didn't realize that the stress of that stuff affected me in ways that I didn't even know. And then you mm-hmm. kind of subconsciously go out and do things to try to mitigate it, whether it's going to going to the bar and drinking. Exactly. And you know, when you, when you, you know a difference between going to drink to chill and going to drink to not feel something. Right. Right. So, yeah. But, but I've we don't, here. we just, <laughs> we, we just yeah. go do it. And, and it's a matter of habit, right. but it comes from a place, right? Mm-hmm. When you do things so that you don't have to feel stuff, that's a red yep. flag. <laughs> right, yourself, you're self medicating, but at the same time, that's your coping mechanism, and yeah. you don't even know it yeah. at that point. You don't, you, you don't even, you don't even know that. So for you, uh, you know, you know this, this, this is a, this is comfort. This feels good, and any, and even not that, it might even be, it may manifest itself in eating, yeah. right. Yeah. Where you're eating eating bad bad foods, a lot of times typically they're bad foods. You know, eating the things that you shouldn't be putting into your body, or at least in moderation. But in that moment, it gives you that satisfaction. Yeah. And the other thing I want to talk about that you said is you said that you went to see okay. a therapist. Yep. So, as a man, and mm-hmm. even more as a black man, mm-hmm. I want to ask you how difficult was it for you to even take that step, or was it, it difficult would... at all? It was initially hard because you have to understand, and for the audience out is that that's watching, and especially women, and I'm pretty sure at this point now, I think with your audience, I've watched your show, I've been part of it a few times. It's very hard for a man to to express emotion mm-hmm. and, and vulnerability 
you know, the generation before us, they were taught a certain way and they passed that down to us. Mm -hmm. So communication and things of that nature and and especially uh, showing and sharing love is reflected as weakness. You know, Mm -hmm. when you're young, you know, you you know, your father, oh, you know, don't be a punk, don't be a sissy. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 so by you taking that step, it's very hard because you, you're, it's, it's pride in its ego. So it was hard. Yeah. It was really hard. It was really hard for me because of the fact that, oh, and then then you got to also realize also, right. It's the embarrassment factor. You don't want anybody to know. It's a, it's, it's a secret. You know, yeah. and, and a lot of that and, and mental health really in our community, you know, you know, um, since I've been on this quest, I've, I've noticed in recent years that now people are really trying to champion it. But this is this was and still is to to many extents a taboo. And a lot of people in their families, in our families, they t- they carry this stuff to your grave and you don't know about family history. Yeah. 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 That um, I wanted to make that point because not even just men, but just us as people, mm-hmm. it's important mm-hmm. to figure out the why of things. And mm-hmm. therapy helps with that. Counseling, coaching, and even you just talking about it, period, to someone and just getting it off your chest mm-hmm. means everything. And mm-hmm. I wanted to bring that therapy thing up because mm-hmm. it's not like people had to realize, too, because even even I... Right. Even before me going on this whole coaching thing and just really digging deep into like the difference between coaches and therapists and what people do and all of this. Mm -hmm. What I realized in meeting a lot of therapists is we have in our mind that it's like going to see like your doctor. So it's like this stuffy thing. But what I realized Mm -hmm. is. These people like especially like a lot of the black ones that I've met, they all they all are different. And they have their own different style. And you just got to find the one that fits what you need. And that's best. the hard part. Yeah. And that's the hard part because um, in my in my, my prior relationship, um, my my ex was, was helping me to, you know, identify and find the, the counselor. And so there are there are online references. But, yes, you do have to go out because the other thing is, is that um, if you're not faith based, you don't want to go to someone that that is faith based, right? Right. Um, so you so you so credentials are important because you have to understand if that therapist uh, is in line for 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 your needs, and it's really hard to 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 do that. And again, because of it being a taboo, you don't really have a lot of people to really vet it out with, and so. You have to go online and, you know, you just have to make the best decisions. I, I would say my first therapist was great. My second therapist was um, not 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 so great, you know. Right. And, and that's just and a, that's, a learning lesson. Yeah. And that and, and, and that's that's a part of of the, um, the experience and what you have to do to figure mm-hmm. it out. And the key here is and we're going to we're going to jump back into the to the um, to this, this talking about stress. But. I really wanted yeah. to focus on this because a lot of people right. kind of know that they need it, but they don't, they, it's a, it's like intimidation. Like they don't want to be judged. They don't want to, but my, my right. whole point with this is right. your need to be better, feel better should be higher than your disdain for this one that you didn't like, or you, you got to want it so bad that you keep I looking. Agree. Um, I agree. Yeah. So, the next thing I wanted to talk about was um, for you mm-hmm. and you having the anxiety attacks and dealing with stress and going to see the therapist. Mm-hmm. What were some of your personal coping mechanisms that you used, whether it was something that you were told to do, you know, as a means of therapy or what you did before you even realized that it was a thing like not, not knowing that it was stress, but some of the behaviors that you had that kind of led into you saying, whoa, I'm doing this because I'm stressed. Stop. Number one, everything that you're doing, take time to identify that. So allow yourself that moment in time to meditate or even if it's not, if you don't meditate, at least to clear your mind and identify how you feel. If you do not feel how you normally feel in the sense of, you know, hey, I'm, you know, I feel good. I mean, there's, you know, there's, there's something wrong. So, so that's number one. 
Um, then it's okay. What's going on? What is happening right now? Um, in my, in, in, so because I because I've gone through it. What's going on right now that's making you feel this way? Are you anxious? Are you nervous? Are you stressed? Are you scared? What's going on? And so at that point, I'm trying to identify what it is. And I'll be honest with you, there have been times where I thought like that it was one thing and it was something totally different. Mm -hmm. So you have to go through that process, but you have to allow yourself that grace. Now, the other thing that works for me is that, um, you know, there's always, of course, the um, um, counting, you know, counting backwards. Um, from, you know, from, from 10 to 1 to, to, to kind of, you know, you know, to, to calm yourself down. That helped. I don't know if you ever heard of the tapping method. Have mm -hmm. you heard of that? Mm -hmm. So, um, and it's becoming, it's becoming popular. My mom actually really put me on to the, to the tapping method. And it's very simple, but that helps as well. Um, the other thing that I was given from a therapist was, a methodology in how to process what's going on and how to move forward with that decision chart, if you would say, or flow chart that would allow myself to, to calm down. Um, and then even at that, you know what also works? Just going to sleep, laying down at least, shutting everything down, shutting your phone down. Um, you know, that helps. Um, oddly enough, um, I, I think just, just, you know, allowing yourself that, that time. So, and then there's also, um, apps, believe it or not, that are out mm -hmm. now, um, that they have that help you as well. Um, I do have a couple of apps, um, and I forget their next, I haven't, I haven't had the need to use them in a while, but yeah. And so, um, the other thing also is, is that, um, my friends are also, um, my tools mm -hmm. because there have been times I didn't even know I had like social anxiety and we found, we, we figured it out after a while, but you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm like Mr. Social. Right. So, but th there are times when I'll go out and it's something that happens to me. I, I, and so I've learned now not to be embarrassed of it. I was scared to tell people that, but it's like, you know, I'll, I'll tell, you know, whoever I'm with. So like now my friends know that about me. And if it, if it happens, they know what to do. And I know what to do when I'm out and about. I had a panic attack at uh, <laughs> one of my events that I put together and I'm the hoax, you know, I mean, like, <laughs> like, wow. I, I, and everything was going fine. Right. But yeah. I had, but I had, but I had an anxiety attack, um, yeah. believe it or not. So yeah. those are so the, so I mean I know I'm being high level I know we don't have a lot of times but just saying that those are some of the mechanism and and things that 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 I do and I and, and so you're going to recognize because stress affects you in different ways and mm -hmm. so I know what they are yeah and, and it's like three things that happen happen to me all the time and so I recognize that okay this is this is what's going on so so just to piggyback on that, right? These are the things that you learned on how to kind of get yourself back centered. But were yes. there things before, like earlier, before you even knew what it was that you did that might not have been the healthiest thing, might not have been like, what was your go-to thing when you didn't even know what to do? I For me, the problem is overthinking, mm -hmm. over-processing. Um, that was that was one unhealthy thing. Or if I knew I was stressed, like you said, it was the indulging in things you didn't need to mm -hmm. do. It 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 was um, the eating. It was the drinking. <laughs> you know what? Also, I realized that recently, my 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 new thing was shopping. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> retail therapy next, yeah in this next room over here i have so many i had so many things that i had ordered and it was like yo why did i do this yeah. just impulsive stuff just make you feel good for the minute <laughs> we all like, got oh, so we all got a stack of amazon boxes somewhere <laughs> man and then with it being covid certain things you can't even get out the house so yeah but yeah so that so so 
then that was that was the, those were the, the the negative things but ultimately for me it was overthinking and it was yeah. and, and, and so i don't know if this oh so let me okay so i knew i know you're the host so let me ask you this so my question to you with the overthinking for me it's like a drug mm -hmm. and so what i mean by that is is that for whatever reason you i don't know if it's like i'm driving myself crazy or I don't know if it's like I like the comfort, but it's like I keep playing it over and over or whatever it is in my mind. And it's like you don't want to give up whatever yeah. is churning in. And so now that is causing yeah. pressure yeah. and all of that where you might have a heart attack and stroke out and you just can't re release it and let it go. Yeah. So it plays it plays like a, a broken record in your head. Yeah, I'm the so poster child for you, that. You, so okay, so you go okay. So it's not just me. <laughs> no, nah, it's not I, I never because it's, here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing. I, okay, I thought to talk, it was just me to touch on. No, it's not just you. It's probably a whole bunch of people watching right now that go through that. Um, mm -hmm. But it a lot of times when people think about stress, they think about mm -hmm. external things. But yeah. there's a bunch of things that we do to ourselves that cause our own self stress and overthinking. Mm -hmm. um, what they call rumination. They it it. It can stifle you. Like I go through, mm -hmm. I stress myself out even about relationship gumbo, like on a daily basis. And I have to like, right. I am now learning that I have to like get up and walk away from it. Cause I will always right. like find something that I think that I think wasn't right. And, and everybody else will be like, Oh, it looks amazing. And I'd be like, no, mm -hmm. I got to figure it out. I got to keep going and making sure that it's perfect. And I'm like that, but there's no such thing as perfect. And so I just be, my brain just be going and it affects you. Like for me, my tell for stress at this age now is it'll start giving me like a little baby, like a, like a little migraine. And that's when I know that I am really like overdoing it and I have to back away. And my, I also have like in certain situations, I also deal with anxiety too, but I can kind of manage that because most of my anxiety comes from external stuff. So as long as I can kind of keep my, my peace of mind, <laughs> I, I don't really yeah. have to deal with that. But when I do, mm -hmm. my little forearms will start tingling and, and mm -hmm. I know automatically what that is now. But before I like, and this is the, what I want to also segue into because um, it's a couple of things that I want to talk about, but I also want to talk about like, so the stress that we put on ourselves, Let's let's take a, a pause and just I'm talk about. I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> so 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 here's so this is what I want to talk about because we're in this era now where not only is it like every and we could t we're going to talk about COVID after this because COVID is a whole nother level yeah. when we talk about yeah. stress, but yeah. we're in this era now where you know people deal with regular stress with work and all this stuff. But now we're in this era where the sexy thing is to be an entrepreneur and go, go, go hustle team. No sleep. Go, go, go. Just keep yeah, going seven crazy. days a week. And people don't realize what that does to you mentally. And because yeah. you're, everything that happens up here affects everything down here. When you yeah. going that hard every day, I know we feel like we can do, oh, if we if we keep going, we're going to end up being a billionaire. Everybody's not going to be a billionaire, number one. Number two, uh, damn that. I know it's some nights where I don't get a lot of sleep, but my body will take it at some point. Like, you you can't get away from it. Stop fighting that. <laughs> let me tell you. Let, let me tell you. Um, and this is pretty much the anniversary of it. Last year at this time, we did a, a major press run with a release. Shout out to Priest the Nomad. We had dropped the, 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 the well, the Manhood album project was coming out. We had a, we, on one day, on a Wednesday, we had an album release. That Thursday, the next day, we got invited to a uh, invite only event with uh, Uber Eats. It was, mm -hmm. And that was that thursday then that saturday we were invited to an art gallery um and we're all doing we're, we're doing all of this stuff just you know and oh yeah no excuse me and then friday was also an event at the kennedy center 
So I was moving for those four days. I was sick for like two weeks. My body was just like exhausted. I was suffering from exhaustion. Yeah. Um, because we, you know, I just kept going, going, and going. And so, a lot of times with with what I do, things are time sensitive. Like I'm like right now, I'm plugging this song, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I'm constantly like moving, 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 moving. You know, like, like I'm supposed to be honestly, I don't think the weather's good out here now. I'm supposed to be doing a photo shoot after this. Right. <laughs> I gotta go to Georgetown. So right. it's still moving, moving, moving. But what I realized is, um, no, like you have to learn your body, but also learn as far as with rest. And you're gonna have to sometimes say no. And I know I mentioned this to you, and I don't know if you've you've done it, but time management and setting time for specific things, unfortunately. It doesn't happen that way, but if you at least know that at these times that this is what I should do, then okay. Um, and but don't beat your, you know, give yourself, you know, you know, give yourself that grace where you're not beating yourself up if you don't abide to it. But I think if you give yourself those times and allow yourself to rest to re- and recharge, yeah, you know, some weekends, you know, I, I've never thought in my life I'll just be chilling and happy just sitting here doing nothing on the weekend you know mm-hmm. not interacting with anybody but your body needs it and that thing of what you're seeing with go 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 is it's it's crazy because especially here's the thing it's also about diet as mm-hmm. well and 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 in that, that wellness sense that like now i've like like i'm doing like like keto now right and i'm about to finally um, incorporate some things with exercise but what I realized was one I had to eliminate all, 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 you know a lot of the stressors but also I knew from a dietary standpoint and then also I know I need to you know do certain things as well because your body can't handle it right you know you know your yeah. body your body you know you're not you're not you're not in your you're not in your 20s and so that's what happens yeah I spent a lot of my life um, in my younger years, knowing that if I realized something was a stressor, that I could walk away from it. But then when you become a grown up and you have like responsibility and you have kids, there's certain things you can't walk away from, and then you got to figure yep. out how to how to how to manage it. And it's and it's not easy um, to do, but you owe it to yourself to to figure out. Like listening to my body is numero uno now. Like. If, if anything don't feel right, it's time to stop. Like I, I like we talked about overthinking. I'll be sitting in front of this thing all night, and then at some at some point, like I always have to um, say, is like I gotta force myself to go sit down and lay down and get away from this. Mm-hmm. But I'm my brain is always like people, are, y'all people that's on here, y'all know this thing. This thing be like this all but day. You're, <laughs> it's but like you're a creative. Yeah, and that and that's the thing. Like when you're creative and when you you want to put out the best product possible, you're always mm-hmm. asking people, "Is this? You think this is cool? You think this is cool? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Let me go back and boom, boom, boom. Next thing you know, hours that went by, and like I said before, your body will tell you if you if your body's tired, it's gonna pass out on you at the at the, at the most inopportune moment, and you're gonna be like, "Why the hell do I feel like this? Dang, I just took a I'm gonna sat down and took a nap for thirty minutes, and it ended up being three hours." That's when you yeah. know <laughs> that you got to chill. And you're going to continue to go through the same thing until you make the changes. And so I say all this to say that with the campaign that I'm doing now. So, um, again, speaking as far as my musical realm, I work other artist product projects, but it's also different when you're the artist because you have to do more. So I'm working both sides of the table. But the one thing that I will say this time, Derek, is that mentally going into it, I was better prepared. And then also from a diet standpoint, you know, and, and being able to set up certain things, I would say that um, in doing in incorporating and recognizing those things, um, this has been like the it's still a degree of stress with certain things. But this from a from a sense of how my body feels. Um, you know, going to bed at night and what have you. I think that incorporating structure, understanding what you're doing ahead of time, and because we're so much on, so much on the go, I learned from those lessons using those methodologies that that therapist, you know, um, explained to me as far as thought process and how to arrive at what I need to do for myself to manage my stress. 
Right. And then, and the other thing too, before we go to the next, um, the next piece, which is a very yeah. timely and serious piece, but this, this, um, the importance of, especially when you're trying to run a business or you, you, you're just on the go, mm-hmm. the importance of, especially now that we're in the internet age and we have access yeah. to apps and all these other things, swipe two up, th- swipe two, down society. two things, two things. Number one, it's certain things that you do that can be automated. Yes. And the second thing is because time is everything. And you want to be smart about your time. The yes. second thing is collaborating with people yes. to help do some of those things that that mm-hmm. you may not be able to do. Like the barter system mm-hmm. is everything. Yeah. yeah. If, you, <laughs> if you can collaborate with people that can do the things that you may, it may be a little menial thing or maybe a talent that you don't have. Stop killing yourself trying to make yourself become a graphic designer when that's not even in your that's not even in your DNA. Like we, you know, we got these little apps and these templates and stuff. But what if you spent four hours trying to make one post, trying to make it look good when you could have been like, boom, hey, so and so, you do graphics. Well, I do this over here. Can we can we do an even exchange so I can get this done? So I can detach like that right there in itself. Like this is the thing we get away like networking. Meeting people, collaborating, taking some of that load off of your shoulders. We see these people like Diddy. Mm -hmm. He didn't do it alone. You may Mm -hmm. see him in front of the camera all the time, but nobody that's successful can do it by themselves. And that's why there's a lot of people on here right now. We may not necessarily be buddies, but I keep those connections fresh. And I'll be like, are you good? Because one day, if they need me or I need them, it's not like I'm coming out the blue like, yeah, so I'm going to need you to go look at this video so you can get this, buy this product or do whatever. You got to, we have to keep those connections together. Like I said on, on one of the lives I did, I'm like, unless you got some serious beef or somebody did something to your family, let's let's meet each other and let's say hi. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you never, you never know. And the, the talent that we have in our community is amazing, but nobody knows about it. And I say all of yeah. that to say, when you have a network of people that you can pull from and share ideas, then the stress level goes down because you know you can call somebody up to, to help you with that and vice versa. And then, mm-hmm. and then you can kind of breathe because you and I both know when you put all that stuff on your shoulders, it it literally can kill you if you're just doing it all by yourself. Right. So so to speak about that, three things. Um, and so touching on business-wise, but it's in the sense of to be able to help with your stress. Mm-hmm. And that is when you're talking about stress and what you're doing with your business, the thing is scalability. And so for those that don't understand what scalability is, you want to be able to develop a process that allows you to be able to, number one, to grow, but also to minimize your involvement. When I first began doing what I was doing and contacting Media and Press, I was literally sitting there, email after email, mailing hundreds of people. And um, I found various applications and tools that helped me structured a three hour process to like maybe an hour right mm-hmm. so that's so that's the other thing and when you're talking about collaboration in a sense with your stress collaboration is important and so adding the, the word is adding value mm-hmm. and so when you come into a room in order that you're meeting people what are your assets and advertise your assets as such where you're saying that you can barter and that's how for me that's how i've been able to reduce stress as well and i know and there's some things that we collaborated on as well Mm -hmm. where we're able to able to 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 toss ideas and or um other things that we do to to help each other with our our respective avenues Mm -hmm. and so that in, in, in exchange we're exchanging ideas but the other thing also is if you don't have like a think tank, even though we're not per se a think tank, mm-hmm. but we're kind of sort of are where you're exchanging ideas. All of those things from the entrepreneurial sense, if you're an entrepreneur, that's good. 
you know, and also I would say if you're going to do that, make sure it's somebody that, you know, is kind of like doing what you're doing. It doesn't have to be the same thing because at the end of the day, we can quantify business by widgets. We don't have to necessarily say, you know, hey, okay, you like you're saying, hey, this is the relationship going on while I'm doing music, but there's a way that we can kind of quantify that, you know, and, and understand that for each other. Yeah. So the next thing I want to talk about is stress as it relates to this whole COVID thing and mm-hmm. people not being able to to do some of those things that they do to cope, um, negative or 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 not. Um, we mm-hmm. in we we are in a situation, and I know, like me personally, the the whole going out and being social thing, I can't do it. And that was kind of one of my things that I did to kind of get my mind off of things. I can't do it. So now, like, I think a lot of people have a lot more things that they can't necessarily purge. And so, like, even with, like, now we're talking about people losing jobs and people dealing with grief and death and people dealing with kids at home that's normally not home every day doing, you know, doing all of this stuff. And you still got to do your own job and you still got, and how does one, not necessarily, it's kind of a rhetorical question, but how the heck does somebody function at that level without cracking? Like we talking about stress, that's some stress. Like, well, um, so you're asking my advice. I'm just asking, I'm just asking you, I guess. And you're just in your everyday, like things you see and things you hear. How do you think, not you personally, but how do you think people are really going to be able to like deal with this? Since we're talking about stress and how it affects people, do you think we're going to start seeing some real crazy stuff happening? Or you think people are, are going to persevere? It's already crazy. It out? It's, 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 already, it's already, it's already yeah. happened. Yeah. Um. So again, we're talking about being on, on the go. So these people have not identified, you know, those issues. You're talking to someone that is used to a life to a specific way of life or lifestyle that was just cut away from them. And so for the first time for many human beings, I have no control over my over my life and how I do different things. So some of us are blessed to be able to take that time to Again, it's the same thing with identifying and taking a step back. And so that's what it will help you uh, in a sense of being able to identify that. But at the same time, everyone isn't built the same way. Right. So, so unfortunately, the same things that we talked about, for example, with coping mechanisms, with the drinking, you know, you know, we can get into, you know, uh, you know, drugs or whatever. So, so, you know, again, all of those, again, all of those different things are now um, in play. Yep. So, so um, now if we're talking, and I know because because we, we've we've kind of pretty much adjusted to this new normal, right? Um, so hopefully we're at the tail end of it. But you have to then look at it and say, okay, how what can I do? You know, and so um, it's redefining your, your your lifestyle and setting it up in a way that you can be okay with um your your normal your your normal life you're gonna have you know you make adjustments so like for me i was still able to go out and do things um in moderation um and with safety and as far as with i mean you 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 seen the um the popularity with the 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 zooms <laughs> and what's that house party so yeah. people so 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 people were were finding various ways to from that sense be social is it the same no but you know what i've seen people uh very very you know uh i would say very a lot of ingenuity where um they would have like trunk parties and they were six feet they were six feet apart in their vehicles, in the trunk, and they would just had a circle, and they were being social drinking, mm-hmm. but away from each other. So, 
sometimes you have to be creative in that sense. And so hopefully that's what people have done. But there are certain people that, you know, unfortunately, you know, they're not built for it. They're not trying to understand. They're not trying to cope. And so that's when, you know, the, the pitfall, um, you know, comes in. And then you also have to look at it from the employment standpoint. If And that's something else, right? If you lose your job. And I understand that um, being unemployed for seven months, that then at that point, it's a different mode of thinking. Um, it's survival at that point. And so that's something totally different. We could talk, I don't know if we, oh, have, we oh, about so we, it. so let's, let's touch on it a little bit. It says that there's a, there's one avenue of that, that, mm -hmm. um, that, that I want to touch on because it's very serious. Like people who are losing their jobs and who are not able to financially mm -hmm. like provide, yeah, it affects everybody who's dealing with it. But I want to take a couple minutes to talk about how men deal with this whole money thing and not being able to provide for their families and how that affects a lot more than what we think. And because we are the the ones that don't share how we feel, we're the mm -hmm. brand with a lot of times when well in 2020 and you know the yeah. women are doing the damn but. Yeah, yeah. A, but you know what I mean. Tra yeah, yeah, I'm thinking tra traditional roles. So for the women, I'm not trying to be offensive, but I'm just thinking about what the man. <laughs> That's why I had to throw man, that. I had to yeah. throw that in there. So, so, so no, I'm not trying to offend anybody, but traditionally, the man, and if you have a good man, you know, his mode is I am, you know, the head of the household, or rather, you know, that I provide and I want to ensure that my family is okay. So, you know, that they don't have to worry. So, yes, it's a big psychological thing that affects um, a man because it's like you're, you've stripped him of his power, his, 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 his title and his ability, and he feels weak. And then, like you're saying, if you're not working, oh, that, that's, that's something else. And days go by, you're, 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 you're trying your best um, to look. You're looking at, you know, depending on you know your field there may be jobs there may not be jobs right. then there's the whole thing of am i underqualified am i overqualified there and, and then there and then here's the hardest and then here's the hardest thing as a man because i had to do it and i'm not ashamed to, i'm not ashamed to say this to the audience because i had to do it but well actually a couple of things one going to social services to get food stamps you know what I'm saying? I had somebody that was in the same situation to me that refused to do it because of their pride. I don't want to go down there. I don't want those people to see me, but I needed the help. Mm -hmm. So what am I going to do? Am I going to starve? You know, or rather, I, would, I mean, I had, you know, I had income coming in, but still I needed help. And then also by going down there, I discovered other services. That's pride. As, and you know what I'm saying? For some people, that's hard. And then also as a man, you know, do you know how hard it was for me to ask my friends or my family, oh, <laughs> hey, hey, can you help me? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That and yeah. so 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 as a man, that breaks your spirit because yeah. it's like you're going against your fundamentals. And then also it's about how we project the deadbeat. And so hey. How'd you lose your job? Did you get fired? You know what I'm saying? So, so you, and then, and then you, and then you, and sometimes you got, and then sometimes people, you come to people like that and they judge you. So, and then you're a man and then you're being a judge. You've been taken from, you've been taken from here to here. Mm -hmm. That psychologically breaks you down. It makes you want to cry and you will cry. It'll bring you to your feet and it can devastate you to where you are stressed out to the point of where you have a nervous breakdown, you know? And so, um, it, 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 cause I've been there. It, it, it does something to you. And so, um, but you always have to have faith, you know, you know, faith, belief in God, have your plan and you just have to keep going. But, Allow yourself to let it out. It's okay because you're a human being. You're not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're not God. So allow yourself to have that moment to get it out, to recharge, and then you move forward. You have to because if you're not doing that, 
you're carrying in that baggage and you're and and it's going to show yeah and you have to have the belief that it's going to work out man and so you know so so for 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 people that are going through that um for men that are going through it or have gone through it and, and then for your audience as far as with women um who may have a spouse friend um you know uh, you know mate that's that's that this is going on this is what's going on and you have to understand it's about how we're programmed in our dna mm-hmm. from when we come out this is what a man's supposed to be you're not a man man you see what i'm saying yeah. so 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 now it's like you're next to nothing and what 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 you know you know because a lot of times when 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 like for example when you have elderly people um that are about to go into retirement you know there's a lot of times they a lot of times people really pass away after they retire yeah if they're not doing anything because they have no purpose so it's like your purpose as a man has been taken away so it's like what am i i don't have my job i can't provide for my family i can't do the things that i want to do so it just so it destroys you and so i would say again the way i the i was blessed to be able to be a thinker and a planner and an analytical person and when that situation happened to me it was like how much money do i have how much money do i have coming in okay how long do you think you're going to be unemployed okay i think i'm gonna be unemployed this one what are your bills okay all right what bills can you work out you see what i'm saying so i i was i was attacking it like that but i never knew there i never knew in seven months I never knew. I, I I never thought that I would be unemployed. So I was like, "Oh yeah, give it a month or two. I'm gonna find a job." No, it was seven months. Yeah, yeah. And that and the, the one one thing I want to say about this whole man thing, and mm-hmm. I, I'm purposely spending time on it because men are traditionally the ones that don't necessarily like to talk about these things. So what happens is. Where everything that Dre just said, imagine having to keep that in. Mm-hmm. It's like a pressure cooker. And if you have people in general, but we're talking about men just for right now. And I did a post earlier saying, you know, check on your folks because you just never know. And sometimes it's asking the person, are they okay? Like we live in this culture and a society where we always say they're going to be all right. They good. They'll bounce back. But you never really say, are you okay? You never really say, you know, I know you, you, you're not working, especially for a man. Are you okay? He may not necessarily say, you know, blab out his guts about it, but we appreciate that. Whether we say it or not, it means everything when somebody genuinely gives a damn about how you're feeling, because I'm going to tell you, like, I thank God haven't had to deal with any adverse effects of any like like losing my job during this COVID time and all of this other kind of stuff. But as a man, I get the pride. I get, I understand how it feels when you don't have it, but inside we supposed to have it. Like in our brain, we're programmed that we supposed to be able to take care of stuff. And when you can't, it make you feel like less than human almost sometimes. Because it's so ingrained. We've been trained this way. And a lot of times um, when we're dealing with women in our lives, they they understand that we're different sometimes, but they don't understand how deep that rabbit hole goes because of how we are trained and programmed from a little boy to a man. Men and money go hand in hand. We want to be able to do for ourselves. We want to be able to do for our families. And when you take that away, it's like everything. Um, let yeah. me read a couple comments. Um, just okay. going back a little bit, Michelle said, "Team No Sleep is ridiculous, and my body is taking it out on me today." I crash. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I had one of those days today too, because I took a nap that I didn't plan, but I was just having to be sitting there. And I, next thing you know, I was just so your body will tell you. Um, okay. Jerry John or Jean says, um, when you were talking about going to social services, she said, "No, take yourself down there." Um, and Michelle also says, especially when you are the person that is always helping others, people assume that you're fine. So they don't ask if you're okay or just check on you. Yeah. It's, um, 
<laughs> As you, Alicia, you don't know. Hold on, yeah, hold on, hold on. let me get this one. It's, Alicia it's says he's not lying. He gets his life off of being a great provider for us. Yeah, it, it's it's tough yeah. when you can't. It like it's nothing like, and I'm talking about like men that's worth their salt. We not there's some men out here that just don't give a damn, but people that really care about their families. When you're able to say that I took care of that as a man, it's like a drug. Like you just want to be able to say that I got this. And when you can't do that, you turn into a whole nother person. So I'm sorry, go ahead. No, yeah. You take take your tail down to the social service. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But the hardest thing for me, but the hardest thing for me, and again, and I'm saying this to people only because I want to help you. And when you talk about getting over pride, do you know how hard it was for me to go to my boys? And thankfully, they didn't judge me, but that was hard. Mm -hmm. Then you know what the next? Do you know what the next hardest thing was? I was like, okay, I'm good. Then the next month, I had to go to my aunts and ask my aunts. That was even more devastating. And then it right. was like I had a conversation with my one of my cousins that kind of said something and it was like I forget what it was but it, it was it was kind of like negative talk and so that really that really that that really kind of you know so that kind of hurt me you know and then ultimately to ask your parents you know what I'm saying so 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 the highest bar to go to your parents as a man now and say hey can you help me man that hurt but yeah. You have to do what you have to do, and you know, uh, for and so you know those people loved me, and they were able to help me. And you just gotta do what you gotta do at times. But yes, so ladies and yes, fellas, um, do what you have to do, and you have to let go of your ego and your pride if this is the situation because that stress is going is going to it's going to it's going to it's going to really destroy you it's going to destroy your spirit it's going to destroy your soul and i think also when we talk about stress and just stress and unemployment it's my last comment with that there mm -hmm. when you talk about stress and unemployment the other thing that i did when i mapped out everything as far as like okay here are my bills um here's my income okay let me see what i can do I said I need to structure my lifestyle as such that I have a job. So that meant I get up at 7.30 in the morning, and from 7.30 to 9.30 or 10.30, I'm looking for a job. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. From this time to this time, okay, since I have free time, I'm going to go to the gym and work out. From this time and this time, because I was, I, I mean, I was, I am a creative, I'm working on my music. My day still ended at the same time, and I gave myself structure as well, mm -hmm. and I treated the weekends the same way. That's the other thing. Give yourself structure, and it will help you. Give yourself discipline, and it will make it even better. Those are the things when you talk about tools, structure, discipline, and also understanding to stop and think assess why do i feel this way what is going on okay these things are happening but the other thing also is can i cuss i don't want to cuss. cuss a little bit you can cuss a little okay bit. you gotta look at your showing shit okay and the reason and so looking at yourself a lot of times because you know what my old t-shirt said uh you know the enemy is the inner me and i've said this before on your show but you have to also look at yourself because you may have to look at the ugly in order to see the greatness. And so that in those things that you don't want to look at that might be causing your stressor is because you don't want to look at it. And that's part of the ego and that's part of the pride. You, yeah. you have to humble yourself, you know, and we are at a point now in our lives that. So here's the case. So here's so here. So here's the here's the thing. I want to see the other side of 50. That's the slogan. The other right. side of it, right? Yeah. So how are you gonna get there? So you can't, you can't, you can't play the same games. You can't be fake to yourself. You need to be true to yourself and be kind to yourself in order to to survive. Because this world and this society that we live in right now, you see what's going on. So if you can't be good to yourself and true to yourself, it's going to eat you up. Yeah, yeah. 
Jerry from Facebook says, so what about the men that do not provide for their children? What is that about? That's a whole nother show. That's a different, yeah. <laughs> That's but, and, and, and neither, and, and I'm going to speak for Dre, neither one of us can speak on their behalf. Um, nope. <laughs> there could be a multitude of reasons why, why they don't, but we're not talking about them tonight. We talking about, we talking about men that really, um, take out, take the effort to do what they're supposed to do for their family. That, that, that mm-hmm. innately just comes to them because they, you know, it, it means everything to them to just to provide for their family, for themselves and all of that. And some people out here, men and women that just, I don't know whether, you know, we can, that's a whole therapy session to figure out the why, yeah, but we're I not agree. doing that on this show. Um, but yeah, like that's why I said before I even said all of this, I said there's some people that just don't give a damn um, for whatever the reason is. Um, and they might not, you know, they lose their job. It, it's whatever for them. But but for, I would say by and large, those of us that are doing what we can, it, it, it takes a little bit out of you. It takes a lot of bit out of you. Um, to, to be able to admit it, that you need help, to admit that you're not feeling well, to admit that you might be a little depressed, to admit that you're dealing with stress. It's a lot. So uh, let me see. Do I have anything else? Uh, yeah, because we're, yeah, we're, we're probably almost at time. Um, I, uh, well, the one other thing, maybe we can touch on it for a couple minutes. Have you, have you ever had uh, stress or anxiety or anything that you've been dealing with in that area that affected how you treated other people. Yes. Tell us yeah. a little bit Pro- about that. As far as projection? Just that yeah. that, or anything that you've done that, that where the stress kind of made you do something that was kind of out of character, maybe. I would say project, project the anger uh, or project that energy to that person that's closest or nearby. Mm-hmm. Also, if it deals with blaming, you know, yeah. And you know why? Because it felt good to get it because it was kind of like, we're not knowing it, but understanding my feelings now, it was a temporary fix mm-hmm. where a, or a band-aid. And so you thinking like, okay, if I do this, it's gonna, you know, you're thinking you may feel good in a moment. And then once you do it, you feel terrible. Yeah. And some things you just can't get back. So, yeah. yeah, that's what, so, so, so with me, with others, uh, in the past, as far as being immature or not even sometimes even immature, not understanding who I am as a human being and taking the time to get to know me, what I did was I just projected it to those close to me. Yeah. And that, and that, um, happens way more then probably we would like to think because you you have to you have to think about it like this when you're talking about stress and anxiety it it affects your mood it affects you know like a, like we were just saying about how you treat people and you can be snappy with the people you can blame mm-hmm. them for things that that so that you if you project it out to Dre's point when you project that out to someone or you blame them for it then you selfishly try to absolve yourself of it but it really never goes away <laughs> until you no. figure out on your own how to manage and cope with it. Passing blame is a temporary fix, but how you may have treated that person is in, is going to last more than a moment because now you've affected them in a negative way and they're not going to forget that. So yeah. it's, it's a lot. And that's why it's important as we wrap this up, it's important to, to, to understand what stress, what anxiety really looks like. And if you're not sure, you may need to go talk to somebody about it and figure out like, why am I behaving this way? Why is my body reacting this way? Um, listen to your body because if you don't get a hold on it, it could literally take you out. Like we talking about right. stress here. We're not talking about a cough or some sniffles. We talking about stress. It affects the blood pressure and the heart and all these other things that could take you right on out of here. And that's why for me, as soon as I even feel a little, a little anything, I'm like, <laughs> you got it. You, <laughs> like somebody may be coming at me and I'll be like, you know what? You got it. Like you got it. Like, oh, I'm going to go over here because I need to maintain my peace of mind. I'm going to yep. go ahead and let you, I'm going to let you do like the dude did on Boys in the Hood. You're just going to be swinging at the air because I'm not going to, I'm not going to indulge in something that's going to take me out of here. I can't do that. That's why 
I mean, I know I'm I'm probably like one of the many unicorns on the planet, but that's why people can never really say that they watched me be like rage mad, like her, like that. Like I can't allow myself to go. Like I've been pissed oh, off, I but I, I can't, <laughs> I can't allow yeah. myself to go there because I know what it will do to me physically. So yeah. I try my best to try to, you know, maintain that kind of force field around me as, as best as I can. It's not easy, but if I don't do that for me, yeah. that, that, that like for me, that stressed, it, it, it triggers migraines for me and it, and it kind of makes my body feel different. And I'm like, I'm not going to let you do that to me. So I gotta, I'm gonna go ahead and let you finish, you know, yelling. And I know you deal with some things and, 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 you know, along your, your travels or whatever, and people may be doing things that, that may piss you off and that kind of stuff. And you got to manage how you deal with that because you carry it with you. <laughs> we don't yeah. realize it, but we carry it and it can go yeah. for days and days and days. And we got to really realize that ultimately we are in control of how we deal with these things. It's not easy. Especially when you're dealing with people that really don't give a damn about you and you're just trying to do what you're supposed to do and it affects you. But we have to be in control of that in order for us to function because we're responsible for stuff. Like we're not little yeah. kids anymore. <laughs> we got things that, to lose. Yeah, but that's but the other thing you're talking about in that sense, it's also sometimes you're going to have to do the uncomfortable thing, which is, you know, um, Go to your stressor and face your stress. That's true too. Sometimes, That's so, true. So, so, and, and sometimes there's no way around it. But once you do it, hey, you feel better, you know. And yeah. you go in it with the with the tools that you have to handle yeah. this mess. But at the end of the day, is it going to be, you know, you, or that, or, or you know what I'm saying, or is it going to be, you know, something that's affecting you adversely? So yeah, yeah. So on that note, um, we're gonna spend like two, three minutes just talking about the stuff that you got going on. We did it a little okay. bit at the beginning, but we can repeat some yeah. things. But let people know okay. what you got going on. Let me let me flip you um, solo, and I'm going to put the websites up for you real quick here. Oh, I appreciate so it. So you can speak to it. Okay. Awesome. All right. Again, for those that's tuning in, okay, my name is there. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I have uh, two websites. One is ADST Music. That's actually where my music and all my productions are at. I also have a company by the name of ADST Media, and it actually is ADST.media. Again, ADST Media is a multimedia entertainment company. We handle various aspects of entertainment. Uh, if you are an artist or if you're a creative, if you need services, we're helping you grow your reach. Um, you know, that's what we do. That's what we help. Uh, we help with content creation, many other vast things. Um, also, right now, I have a single that I've released and an exciting video. Um, the name of the song is called Good Lord 2. It's a part two of a song I did before with uh, Priest the Nomad, Let the Dirt Say Amen, and Killer Cow of Rare Essence. If you're from uh, the Washington, D.C. area, that's Killer Cow from Rare Essence. Uh, you know, one of the the dopest go-go bands in the in the city. <laughs> so, um, the visual. If so, for the audience, I really would like for you to go check out the visual. Um, it's actually kind of in line to some of the things we're talking about with messaging. Um, and so, the video um, kind of kind of is that it, it it really is just showing different things as far as um, how we're triggered in, in, in things that we don't see that we're not uh, cognizant of our world. So if you heard of uh, John Carpenter, or if you're a sci-fi fan, there was a movie called They Live. And so I wanted to recreate some of the concept of that in video form. And so that's what that video is. So if you can't go out to YouTube, look me up, ADST Music, Good Lord too. I appreciate it. And hey, if you can, go to my website and buy the single if you like it. And, and just for clarification, people, it's good Lord, L A W D. Oh yeah, Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, like how you, yeah, yeah. Good, how you normally spell it, but Lord, Lord, good Lord. Good Lord too. You can good YouTube Lord it. Too. You can go to his website, buy the single. Um, it's an amazing video. Um, and just like I had to watch it a few times because you get some things in there that you got to catch, but um. The, the the movie that he was talking about from the 80s, it, it's really just loosely based on being able to see kind of the things that um, that are put in place to kind of um, 
that kind of trick us like money. Um, and, and the movie was basically based on, a, on them being able to put on a pair of sunglasses and then see all of the stuff that was, that was really happening underneath the, the, uh, underneath the veil. And he really took time out to really like, um, play that up in the video. So make sure you check that out. Go to his website, go to YouTube, look up good Lord too, and just kind of sit back and watch that. Um, it's amazing. If you're a hip hop lover, you really going to love it. I don't care what era you came from. You're going to love it. Um, if you like lyrics, if you like the, the wordplay and the visuals, you put all that together. It's, it's a really great, um, piece of art. And, and a lot of times people will, um, people will be the artist. Sometimes people will be the producer, but Dre, just because I know him, he was the one who came up with the whole concept of it and everything. And that speaks to his creativity and his talent to be able to come up with the whole concept for a music video when that's not even his, that's not even really his claim to fame, but he went ahead and took a shot at it and it came out amazing. So that's my little shameless plug. Yeah. Hey, look, 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 checks in the mail, bro. Checks in the mail. <laughs> so on that note, we're going to get out of here. Um, and we will conclude the podcast portion as usual. You can go to relationshipgumbo.info to get all the goodies that I have. We have apparel, one-on-one coaching, and I also have a brand new coaching service, which, which ultimately looks like group coaching in its own app where we go and we do sessions every week live. You can do live Q&A where you can talk about and ask questions on whatever you want, relationship, dating, marriage. You get to talk about that in a group setting and you get access to me and you can get all of the nuggets and the tools that you need to be able to kind of, to kind of get those things, um, those things that bother you answered. the little things. If you want the big things, you're going to have to go to the, to the one-on-one session, but all those little questions you have, we can get that done in a group setting and it, and it feels like community. It feels like family. And we do that every week. So you go in there and pay a nominal fee. So on that note, um, we're going to get out of here. And that concludes the podcast portion. Everybody, um, same time, same place next week, 8 p.m. every Wednesday, Eastern Standard Time. And we will see you next week. Have a great day. Okay, everybody wants good love. That's true. I know Derek Jones about to break it down with the relationship gumbo. Welcome to the podcast. Ain't no doubt we all need this. Hey, cause better relationships need better ingredients. Hey, so if you want better relations, it's about communication, finding love, staying together. We all want to make it better. Yeah, Derek Jones, the host, your relationship coach. Thank you all for tuning in. Relationship.